You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. And we are back, folks, another edition of the Michigan Recruiting Insider uh, Thanksgiving version, right? We actually normally record on a Thursday, but listen, uh, normal recording time happens when our Lions are playing. So we are not recording on Thanksgiving. We are not interrupting this this phenomenal season of the Lions. And yes, it's been the time with family, too. Make no mistake. That's my wife would kill me if she said, oh, you. You want to spend time watching the Lions and not with us? It's actually both, right? So that's why we're recording on a Wednesday here on the Michigan Recruiting Insider. Uh, welcoming my esteemed colleagues in, Bryce Marriage. how are you? Solid, solid. Before this podcast, and I want to apologize, I didn't know, you know, the Lions played on Thanksgiving. I had a brain fart, so that's on me, but they're still going to get the win. You're from Michigan? I know, and it's a tradition. It's a tradition to watch them lose every Thanksgiving. Not this year. Not this year. Not at all. Not this year. Yeah, I know Steve Lorenz is feeling it as well. This is uh, an unbelievable time to be a Lions fan and a Michigan fan, for that matter. You put them together. Uh, This is something the likes of which we haven't seen uh, with both teams doing so well at the same time. Steve, how are you? I would go on the record and say I'd, I'd rather spend my Thanksgiving with the Lions than with my family. Um, <laughs> not con- not concerned about not concerned about how many people hear that either. Uh, eight and two, looking to go nine and two and beat the Packers again. Much more excited about that tomorrow than than anything else. So um, yeah, also cannot fathom how anybody knows, does not remember that the Lions on Thanksgiving um, lose or not. But, yeah, no, Lions, this has been insane. It's been awesome. So cannot wait to hopefully watch them beat the Packers down again because that's that's beating the Packers down. I said it last year when they beat them at the end of the season, uh, or even the, I think it was the year before they beat them in the last, in Aaron Rodgers' last game, wasn't it? Or was that last year? Um, right? No. They could be 0-15. If they beat Green Bay in Green Bay, it's, 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 it's a success to beat the Packers. So excited. Hopefully they do it again tomorrow. Yeah, it's fitting, and it's against the Packers the same week the Lions are – I mean, uh, Michigan's playing Ohio State. It's rivalry week, and the Packers are decent. You know, they're, they're better than I thought they would be, uh, actually. So beating them down when they actually have some expectation of competing will make it all the more sweet. Uh, before we get started, though, in previewing what is supposed to be an epic visit weekend for the game, this is the – the one that the, the coaching staff has been pointing to. This is when they want to bring in all the top guys. A very impressive list uh, has come together and still coming together for Michigan. want to remind those of you who are listening to this in podcast form, be sure to rate it. Be sure to review it. Be sure to tell all your friends about it. They can find it wherever they get podcasts. That's Google, Stitcher, uh, not Stitcher anymore, but Spotify, iTunes, any of the podcast platforms you can find us. Of course, on YouTube, very easy to find us. Just search the Michigan Insider and up will come. 
Be sure to like the videos. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. That way you'll get a notification every time we do a new video. But if you want to keep track of what we do all the time, themichiganinsider.com is where to go over on 24-7 Sports. And right now, the best deal of the year. I cannot stress this enough. The best deal of the year is going on right now at themichiganinsider.com. 75% off an annual subscription. That means for $0.07 cents per day, you can stay up to date and up to speed on football, basketball, and recruiting. All of the intel that you can trust. All right, there's a lot of stuff that's thrown out. It's called intel. But some of it is just flat garbage. We're going to give you real intel from verified sources, been vetted information that you can trust on your favorite teams from the best staff in the land over on TMI. And it also gives you access to all of the sites and all of the VIP message boards on the 24-7 Sports Network. Now is absolutely the time, 75% off. And for you uh, full-paying subscribers, the perk for you is you get to activate Paramount Plus, right? You got to be a full-paying member to get that Paramount Plus perk. So those of you who are coming off a promo, who maybe signed up last year, now that perk kicks in for you. Be sure to activate Paramount Plus. If you have any problems doing so, be sure to DM us over on the site, and we'll help you out the best we can so you can get it, get started enjoying that. Series 1923, outstanding. That Special Ops Lioness series, outstanding. Mayor of Kingstown, outstanding. I love Paramount Plus. You will as well. With that, fellas, let's get into this big-time visit weekend. Steve and Bryce. Uh, Bryce, you're on the sideline for every home game. Uh, you've seen some prospects, but not like you're about to see this weekend. It's going to be a packed sideline. I'm expecting close to 50, maybe even 60 prospects, Sam and Steve. It's going to be loaded from the 2024 class to even the 2027 class. I mean, for senior to freshman prospects, you're going to see them all. You're going to see most of the Michigan recruiting class. Jane Davis, the former five-star. I still think he's a five-star. He's coming off another state title performance. He's one of the top guys in this class, along with running back Jordan Marshall. He will be back. Andrew Sprague, he's the four-star offensive tackle from Kansas City, six foot eight, 295 pounds, massive guy. He's risen up the rankings according to 24-7 sports. And then along with him, Brady Prescorn, a guy that we never see, never hear from. He's like a ghost. He will be on the sidelines. So most of the 2024 class will be here. The 2025 class will be represented. You're going to have Carter Smith, the new quarterback commit. He will be on campus along with Bobby Kanka, the four-star defense alignment from Howell, Michigan. And then you sprinkle in some, you know, I don't know, five stars like David Sanders, the former number one overall prospect. He's now, I think, number two, maybe three in the in the country by 24-7 sports. And then you got DJ Pickett, a five-star from down to Florida safety that Jay Harbaugh has been kind of recruiting pretty strongly in the guy that they've really liked. He's got ties to the state of Michigan. And then on top of that, two other guys to watch. Bryce Underwood, the five-star, the now the new number one prospect according to 24-7 Sports in the 2025 class from Belleville, Michigan. He's a maybe. He, he's got practice that day. So it's a possibility we see him. And then there's a strong, strong likelihood we see Gallant Bear, the Boise State 
top 100 wide receiver from Idaho. I think there's a very good chance we see him. Michigan actually finished second in their recruitment when he picked to stay closer to home for the Broncos. They just recently dismissed their head coach. There's kind of turmoil right now, Boise. A lot of people don't know what's going on there. I think he just wants to t- take a second look at kind of what Michigan has to offer, especially with one of his guys, Colston Loveland, who's a former Idaho you know, a prospect. And then his head coach, who's really familiar with the coaching staff at Michigan as well. So a lot of prospects, a lot of stars. This is probably, in my opinion, the biggest recruiting weekend I've seen since joining the beat. This is a huge opportunity for not only Michigan to impress, but showcase why why they're one of the premier programs in the country. So, Steve, uh, you know, everyone wants to know about Bryce Underwood. Uh, Definitely been keeping uh, track of that one. Uh, We talked about it last week. I talked to his dad. He said they really want to come to the Michigan-Ohio State game. Uh, He knew that, you know, it happened. It was going to occur the day before the championship game, if they made it, they wound up winning. I think the score was 63 to 21 last week over Davison. Uh, and so I uh, said, it'd be great to get out and see Michigan take on Ohio state and be kind of a, a motivator and, and some excitement uh, that we could have the, the day before the game. When I checked in with him um, earlier this week, uh, he said, he actually said Tuesday, he was looking to get that, get everything all lined up. Um, it seemed like a formality when he said it, uh, because, uh, he said he wanted to go, you know, Michigan wants to have him. You talk to folks in class circles and they are very much on the, on the, the train of expectation. Like they think, they think he's going to be there. Uh, but I had not heard it finalized. One of the sticking points was they have practice for that, that title game. They're going to be taken on Southfield on Sunday in the Division I state championship game, and they have practice on Saturday. I caught up with the father of Jeremiah Beasley, Michigan Commitment, also at Belleville. His dad is on the Belleville coaching staff, along with Bryce Underwood's dad. And he said what they're going to do, they're going to be at the game, they're going to come, and they're probably going to leave about midway through the third quarter. I anticipate that being what Bryce, what Bryce is going to do as well. That's barring something unforeseen, some change of plans where they don't make it. Uh, Again, at last check, everyone I talked to on both sides expected it to happen, uh, but needed to be consummated. I'm waiting from like literally waiting for a text right now to tell me it's etched in stone. So put it on the likely, but not finished, not finite yet that it's going to happen. But Steve, this is uh, this is important because. This is probably going to be Michigan's last hurrah. I mean, it's conceivable that they could get him on campus in December, but he's making his decision January 6th. He has a final seven of Michigan. Uh, you have LSU in there. Oregon uh, is another school in the mix. I'm trying to remember all the schools. Florida State uh, is another one in the final seven. Uh, I can't remember all of the, the, final seven, the most noteworthy one, the one that people are really pointing to and the one that's picking up the crystal balls right now is LSU. Yes, he's named number one player in the country by 24-7 sports earlier this week. Uh, the crystal balls to LSU immediately follow in. Sure, that was a big topic on the message board. Uh, we've been <clears throat> we've been saying he's the number one guy for a while. Uh, don't really think there's much 
doubt. The other guy who might be number one is David Sanders. I know Bryce mentioned him as being on campus this weekend. I, I got to say that to me, the biggest storyline, there's two big, big storylines provided. Let's say Bryce Underwood shows up. Uh, the number one quarterback in 2026, uh, Jared Curtis, is also expected to be on campus. So Michigan may have the best quarterback in 25 and the best quarterback in 26 on campus. But the other thing for me is the group of offensive linemen in 25 that are slated to show up. So we have six guys listed as top targets right now in in the 2025 class up front. And uh, all six of them are confirmed to be on campus on Saturday with David Sanders, Carter Lowe, uh, the Toledo star who also had a huge bump in the, in the most recent ranking update, Avery Gack, Gash, uh, out of, out of uh, Groves in, in Michigan. He's another one. Will Black out of uh, Choate Rosemary Hall. Michigan's done well there. I put it a crystal ball for Michigan. I think they're in good position there. Uh, and then Michael Carroll, a Penn State, Michigan State legacy, uh, will be on campus. But I think Michigan, it's Michigan and Penn State. And that one, and then Rowan Byrne, Rowan Byrne uh, out, of, out of New York. Three-star out of New York. Has a lot of big offers. Uh, he'll also be there. A couple other guys. Jack Lang out of Eureka, Missouri is another prospect. Some guys on our board kind of compared him to, uh, well, current Michigan commitment, Andrew Sprague. Uh, Lang's 6'8", 275, and another guy that took a huge leap in the most recent rankings, uh, John Mills, offensive tackle, probably more of a swing guy, tackle guard out of San Francisco. I believe Bryce interviewed him after he got offered, and he, he has – very high interest in Michigan. Got to feel like he does if he's coming all the way from San Francisco uh, for the game. And then I believe there's oh Doug Douglas Utu out of Bishop Gorman who will be there along with his Michigan uh, commitment teammate in Micah Capana, the running back in 24. And then Al- Eli Kalinivalu, uh, another Bishop Gorman, 2025 offensive lineman, four star, top 150 type kid, will also be there. And then the last one, at least that we've confirmed now is Matty Augustine, uh, another Connecticut prospect, who I believe is a four-star level kid, uh, will all be up there. I mean, Michigan has chances, I think, with pretty much every one of those guys that I named. I mean, the the Bishop Gorman kids are always going to be tough pulls. They have all the offers out west. But the six I named that were our top targets already, and then guys like Jack Lang, or, uh, Lang and uh, Mills, those are guys that Michigan probably has a legitimate shot with. So this is a huge opportunity for them to kind of build off of what they've done in this 2024 class up front uh, with another elite haul uh, on the offensive line. So hot off the presses, hot off the presses, fellas. I just got confirmation. Bryce Underwood will be at the big house on Saturday. So this is your, you're seeing the what's going to be in the next three hour report. Three-hour report is going to go up before this. So, uh, But <laughs> Bryce Underwood will be in the building. Uh, and this this feels like it, doesn't it? it? It feels like this is their best chance to make the impression. Because I, I don't think that it's far-fetched to, for, for, to believe they'll have them on campus sometime in, in December or that they'll try to one of those last visit weekends before the dead period starts, right? Um, but in terms of atmosphere, 
and being able to envision himself in JJ's shoes. This is what it's like. This is the stage. This is the profile that uh, of the guy that you would be, right? You're, you're trying to put yourself, if you're Bryce Underwood and J.J. McCarthy's shoes, from a development standpoint, and how, how Kirk Campbell, how he's really helped bring him along. You know, it, it sticks out to me that Al Borges, who watches every game, watches every play, he charts it like a madman. Uh, he was an analytics guy before they were analytics guys, and he said the the coach of the year for Michigan is Kirk Camp. That the, the you know the job he's done with JJ's fundamentals and mechanics, uh, the the pre snap menu and the expansion of it, he has really helped take JJ's game to another level, and that was a major focus for the Underwoods. You know, yeah, they were very impressed with. Kirk, but what would that look like? All this coaching, all these, all these, this impression that they made on him in practice. What would it look like in games? What would it look like in the season? Right? Would it really amount to production, increased production on JJ's part? So this is the culmination of all of that. This game, like he he's had some other good games. No people are focused on that Maryland game. It was uh, not up to JJ's standard, but still obviously good enough to win. Uh, but they're looking to see, does he go out and ball out like he did against Ohio State last year? I think that would have weight. And then there's the opportunity to really see how he does, how he's doing NIL-wise. Because, you know, Michigan isn't in the same game, and you guys know this. They are in the same NIL game as some of these other schools. So it really has to be, can he see himself doing what JJ's doing and is what JJ is doing is that impressive enough to have him say, Man, you know what? With all the other things that Michigan has on the table and with it being home and with me being able to see the NIL likelihood, not just possibility, is that enough to beat out some teams who on the field, like, listen, I by <laughs> yes. I have a, a biased view, but I just look around. I'm trying to figure out who has Brian Kelly developed. Who has Brian Kelly developed? Jaden Daniels putting up big stats, but what are they winning? What are they doing of consequence when it comes to competing for titles? What are you are you seeing evidence of that at LSU? So, you know, these are the questions that I think Michigan has to try to make him think more about and try to balance that equation. I, and Colorado is another team. I was trying to remember all the teams in this final seven. Um, you know, you're you're trying to offset, I think, more than anything else. I think they, they're winning the relationship piece. I think they are showing well with the fit piece, and how J.J. does in this game will help with that. The part where they're at a deficit, and I'm sure you guys would agree, would be the NIL. The NIL that you can really see a lot clearer <laughs> at some other places, to put it kindly. Um, you know, I think that's where, if there's a gap, where Michigan has some ground to make up, fellas. Yeah, 100%. I've, and I even think if you look at this 2024 class, you saw Michigan, and I'm not going to name names, lose guys because of NIL. And I think it's pretty obvious one guys I'm talking about from this class that have flipped or gone elsewhere because of that. Um, and, I, you know, and I think that's a reason you do take our Smith 
just in case something like this happens, you know, and even if he does commit, I'm not saying he's going to flip Bryce Underwood or I'm not going to even say he's going to transfer years down the road. But this is something where you do, you know, you, you build that bond and see where the cards fall, and you never know. You know, guys do transfer. Guys do flip. Coaches do leave. You know, I mean, I think that's Steve talked about off the line. My biggest takeaway going into this upcoming weekend is you're getting all the linebackers back. You're going to get Jeremiah Beasley, Cole Sullivan, and you're going to get Jane Smith. All, all three are confirmed. And Mason Curtis, who, I mean, I know I've seen Edge. Um, I've seen outside linebacker. He, he can basically play anything on defense. But all four of those guys are coming back to campus. And that's a <clears throat> excuse me. That's a pretty big piece because they just lost Chris Partridge due to you yeah. know firing. So yeah. you kind of need to get them back up. You yeah. kind of need to talk to them and just get their heads cleared, get their minds right and say, hey, even though we lost this guy, we're still going to be fine. We still got the coaches. We still got the defensive system in place. Stick with us. And I think that's another big takeaway as well. Yeah, you know, it's a great segue there that you brought up, Bryce and, and Steve. I, w- I want you to kind of chime in on this because um, while Jaden Davis is the most decorated recruit in the class, I, I think you can you can make the case when you, um, you know, when you look around at, at Michigan's commit list, some might say, uh, you know, either Andrew Sprague or Jordan Marshall. Uh, they might consider them to be the, the the best player. It'd be one of those three guys, right? I think the most impressive position group is the linebacker group. Uh, versatility, athleticism, you know, Cole Sullivan uh, is outstanding. I think you guys know, I think he's the most underrated guy in this class. You might agree with that. Jaden Smith right up there as well. And Jeremiah Beasley. And all these guys are, are Chris Partridge guys. Like you, that was, that's a, a position group that I think has star potential in it. And so to be able to offer some assurances to them, Steve, I think is a big, big deal. Uh, and I think is one of the primary obje- objectives here down the stretch. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I, one of my post game recruiting storylines will, will be to hear what, these guys were are kind of told as far as you know if they're what the general plan sort of is because because I agree uh, it's a deep athletic and versatile group at linebacker and to be honest as far as depth goes you know linebackers a spot where they've they've recruited guys but yeah this has got to be the deepest linebacker class they've recruited in years uh, right I mean it's usually like two, maybe three guys. And, yeah, a couple of these guys may eventually project the edge. I mean, we'll see. But either way, uh, it's it's a very important group uh, as far as the future goes. We talk about the offensive line, the, the, the five guys up front, you know, very tight-knit, all big-time recruits. Uh, they're very important for the future too. But but this linebacker core, linebacking core they've put together is is – probably just as important on the defensive side of the ball. So, yeah, fascinated to see. I did, One thing that was interesting, I did see one of the 25s visiting, I think it was Elijah Melendez uh, out of Florida, actually tagged Rick Minter in his visit tweet 
yesterday came across my timelines. I thought that, I mean, so you got to wonder if he has to be involved in some capacity, obviously, on the recruiting side of things. So kind of interested to see, you know, if there's conversations there. I don't know. It's just I thought that was interesting that he had tagged uh, Rick Minter in his upcoming visit uh, message or however you want to say it. So, yeah, no, I mean, the linebacking group, having the, the, the commits they have right now, the class is great. Tight end another spot with Brady Priestcorn and Hogan Hanson. I mean, though, that's a, maybe the best one-two combo in the country uh, at that position. So, yeah, uh, great. Good to see them getting all those guys back. And, yeah, but that linebacking group with with Partridge now out, uh, it's very important for Michigan to sort of re-solidify uh, all of those guys and, and make sure that everyone's on the same page. I wonder, and some people are going to ask us, you guys think any any guys might be compelled to – to make a decision, uh, any any guys you think could be influenced by the moment uh, and and jump in the fold? You, you got uh, any commit watches going on, Bryce? Who I don't want to steal Steve's guy, so I won't. But I will say Elijah Dotson. He's an athlete from Detroit Jesuit. He's a twenty twenty five athlete in state guy. 6'1", 6'2", 180. He's had a really good junior season. Um, he's played wide receiver. He's played cornerback. I know Coach Clank, I think he prefers him at corner, and I think that's a guy he's got a crystal ball in favor of him. That's a guy I think personally, if they really push, I could kind of see that one leaning towards Michigan. And I, I think one to get excited for, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but – Blake Frazier has kind of been pretty pushing it on Twitter or X. Let me take the back. It's X. He's Avery Gash. That's a guy I think Michigan feels really good about. I think Sharon Moore has been doing a really good job in that recruitment. And he's now made it up for three straight home games at Michigan. So obviously he really likes what he's seeing and he's a huge fan. So I think those two could potentially pop. Steve, you got any? Yeah, Avery Gash, that Michigan State legacy, a big Michigan fan. Huh? That's a good, some good progress there by the by the Michigan staff. You're right. Any kid that comes up for three straight home games, I don't care if it's uh, 45 minutes away. That's indicative of pretty high interest. My pick would be the guy I put in the crystal ball for yesterday. It would be Will Black. I think Brian Doan even implied as much yes. in his recent report. I followed up, and I think of the guys coming up who aren't committed. That's a kid, and I think we even talked about it before, didn't we, on here? We if the atmosphere is what it, anything like what it was like in 21, yep. I really think he's a kid that could end up as a part of the class. So, yeah, that that's one, like I said, I followed up on that one, and, and the response was very, very affirmative, very positive. Uh, that's why I put it in the pick. But, yeah, I think he is a good, uh, a solid pick if, if the atmosphere lives up, which – it's hard not to imagine the atmosphere is not going to live up to it on Saturday. Uh, if it's anything like 2021, it's going to be insane. And uh, so, yeah, Will Black would be my my pick, offensive lineman. Yeah, we talked about it, and that's who I would go with. Now, Steve, I don't see a crystal ball by you. I don't want to jump you. So I'll have you um, uh, put yours in. Oh, you're, you're good. oh, let me throw it in. I always, I always post first so the users can get the sort of the scoop. You know, and then I put it in, and then and then people get mad because I haven't put it in, even though like <laughs> I told them that it's going in. Like it's weird, but 
No, I'll do that right now. So yeah, the uh, a live crystal ball pick. Uh, that's a first yeah. on here. So Will, Will Black is the guy I was definitely going with. Um, been hearing for weeks that this visit could be tonight. He he loves Michigan, uh, and that he he loves Michigan so much that that atmosphere be very easy to see him get caught up in it, and that he is such a priority for Michigan. Like they have emphasized him as much as any as much as any team in the country. And that's resonating as well. So, uh, you know, the reputation that they have uh, formed along the offensive line under Sharon Moore's watch is another deal. And who knows? It, it could be the kind of thing that Avery, I mean, that could be like a chain effect, you know, kind of thing, right? A domino effect kind of thing where you could see Will Black and Avery and Avery Gack kind of come together and be like, look, let's, let's make that move. So, I think for Avery, I said this before, the biggest question has been Sharon Moore. You know, is is if he knew Sharon Moore were going to be there for certain past this year, I think he committed a while ago. So after that, it's been, all right, do I feel as comfortable with everyone else and the, the other aspects of Michigan comfortable enough to say, let's take the plunge? And I think, you know, you come week after week, that comfort starts to build. And so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he were one who jumped in the fold as well. So that is, uh, I think, a good starting list. The, the, the basics, the, the big names, uh, keep an eye over on the MichiganInsider.com throughout the, the remainder of the week for a running list as we add names. And, of course, on game day, Bryce is right, that, right there on the field. and We're giving you live updates, uh, guys, as they show up. But you got the breaking news. Um, it'll, by the time you see this, it'll probably be already be on the site that Bryce Underwood will be there, uh, as well. And we'll see Michigan will shoot its fi- final shot probably, uh, with him before he makes his decision on January 6th. So hope that brings you up to speed on what you should expect as far as the, uh, the expectations go. Uh, I want to send a shout out to our great sponsors over at Golden Limo because I don't know what's going to happen with the wife tomorrow. I don't know if she's going to be able to get me to the game. So I got the folks at Golden Limo on standby to get me over to the game like they did. That's how I got to the first game. So it's fitting that I might have to get to the last game that way, right? So whether it's game day transport, uh, airport transport, they're there 15 minutes early every time. They get you there on time every time uh, as well. Safety luxury, second to none. This is what the Michigan football team rides on. They ride on the golden buses. So if you have a bus trip, they're uh, a, a busload of parents who took a golden bus over to Happy Valley a couple of weeks ago. That was a big deal for them. Uh, but even if it's just a solo trip where you need uh, you know, a trip across town, a trip throughout Southeast Michigan, maybe you are flying someplace here domestically and you need to be not just taken to the airport, but picked up at your destination, Golden Limo can set all of that up. They can even do all of that internationally. They are second to none when it comes to transportation services. And so we got a great feel for what Golden is all about from the man that runs it all over at Golden Limo, Sean Duvall. You have invested a lot of time and energy in making the golden experience different. Yeah. So if you can explain to someone who hasn't 
had the experience, what it's like and why it's different, how would you do that? It's just a formula for us. Um, and it's kind of really basic and simple and almost common sense. It's a clean car, on time, with a professional chauffeur that knows where they're going. There's a lot of components that make up what a clean car is, what on time means, what a professional chauffeur means. But when you put it all together, it's that formula that if we uh, keep to that promise, our customers are going to be really happy. And, um, and we always remember that it's, there's a person in the back seat. There's a person, a lot of times, who booked the transportation for the person in the back seat. Mm -hmm. And both of those people have to be really happy. So our booking experience has to be really it well is. done. Um, uh, the billing experience has to be really well done. But then that person in the back seat that gets to experience the one-on-one -on -one with a chauffeur, they never see me, they never <laughs> see any of our billing people or reservations, they only get to touch Golden through that chauffeur. Okay. So we put so much time and energy and effort into our chauffeur team because we want them to be the stars. They're the talent of Golden Limousine, and that's what we, how we treat them. So there you have it. You can book your Golden experience by calling 734-668-8282. Go to goldenlimo.com. Anytime you need transportation services in Southeast Michigan, uh, anywhere domestically or abroad, our friends at Golden Limo can handle those services if they're good enough for uh, Michigan football, Michigan athletics, and the University of Michigan in general. You should know they are good enough for you as well. And as we get out, uh, a lot of we get a lot of feedback from the Guys, did you get the autograph app yet? Tom Brady. He said, listen, I'm hearing from a lot of Michigan fans. He heard, he's heard from enough Michigan fans to know they need to get, they need to go ahead and get that um, uh, that Android app. Because I'm a, I'm a Droid user. We do have iPhones in the family, so I have been able to get the app on iPhones as well. Uh, but the autograph app allows you to aggregate your entire Michigan fan experience. So everything we do on YouTube, everything we do on the podcast page, everything we do on the michiganinsider.com. Again, you can get it in app form coming through on the autograph app. But the, the great thing there, because our, our site is great on mobile, uh, if you're just looking at it that way, but the great thing about experiencing it through autograph is you're able to accrue points for reading our stories, for watching our programs, for listening to our podcast. Every time you do that, you add these points and you're able to redeem these points for rewards. So again, it rewards your fandom, even checking in to, you know, special Michigan events. You go to the event, you check in, you get points for it. That is the autograph model that Tom brought to life and that you can experience now through the autograph app. If you don't have it yet, here's Tom telling you how to get it. Nation, it's Tom Brady. I co-founded Autograph with one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. That's why I'm excited to announce the release of a new app that recognizes the biggest Michigan fans. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best Michigan content, fan challenges, and exclusive rewards for diehard Wolverines, all for doing the things you already do, like listening to this podcast. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Rewarding Fans and download today. All right, so you see the QR code, scan that QR code, go ahead and get the app now. 
and start getting rewarded for your fandom, for reading our stories, for watching our programs, for listening to the podcast. You'll get some great rewards. I showed you how they're making people in the Wolverines. You get your own custom Wolverine and other great rewards that you get through the autograph app, and they're upgrading it all the time. They add a podcast functionality of, of rewinding and skipping based on your feedback. So if you have feedback on the autograph app, leave it in the comment section. They read them. They incorporate the, the suggestions. It is a sort of a relationship they're forming with you uh, at Autograph, and they've really uh, become great partners with us at TMI, taking us or bringing us to you in app form. So be sure to check it out. If you're listening to this and not viewing it, go to link.ag.fan slash Sam Webb. That is link dot ag dot fan slash sam web the code is sam web no space all one word you have to input the code in order to get the app it's invitation only only for michigan fans and no buckeye fans are gonna put my name in right so so go ahead and put that code in get the app and start enjoying it and start getting rewarded for being a fan all right folks that is going to do it for this edition of the michigan recruiting insider as you always hear me say if you like this podcast, be sure to rate it. Be sure to view, review it. Be sure to tell all your friends about it. They can find it wherever they get their podcast. That's Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, not Stitcher. Uh, and, of course, if you are watching us, be sure to like the videos. Be sure to uh, subscribe to the channel. That way you'll get a notification every time we do a new video. And last but not least, go to themichiganinsider.com. If you have not subscribed, this is the time. 75% off an annual subscription. I will put a link in the description. That All you got to do is click. It'll take you right to the, to the page where you can get your 75% off. Do not wait. Do not miss this opportunity. It is the best deal of the year. I'll also put it at the top of the comment section so you can take advantage of this unbelievable deal. Seven cents per day will get you up to speed on all the latest and the greatest in Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting over on the MichiganInsider.com. With that, folks, have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you after that Michigan-Ohio State game on Saturday. Thanks for watching another edition of the Michigan Recruiting Insider.